What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. Finding suitable mental health medications can be a challenge. The GeneSight test may help. Did you know that genetics can play an important role in gaining insight on how a person may respond to various medications? Understanding this may help reduce medication trial and error. GeneSight is a genetic test that analyzes variations in DNA. It shows how genes may affect someone's metabolism or response to medications commonly prescribed to treat depression, anxiety, and other mental health conditions. Visit GeneSight.com for more information. This is The Jerry Callahan Show. Well, tonight's the night. Tonight is the night. The guy who just raided his opponent's house with the FBI is going to call you a fascist. The guy who imprisoned all the people in red hats that trespassed in the Capitol, that guy's going to call you a fascist. The guy who used the FBI to shut down an embarrassing story uh, about his family is going to call you a fascist and Nazi, a white supremacist. This is going to be ugly, but uh, we'll be for, we will be there for it tonight. Joe Biden is going to make a speech and it is going to be uh, divisive. We will preview that also. Uh, once again, the supply of racism just doesn't meet the demand. The, the, the uh, accusation of a racist hate crime in Provo, Utah, made by a uh, Duke volleyball player. That has collapsed. That has fallen apart. That has gone full Jesse Smollett. And uh, our guy, Turtle Boy, is the one that exposed it. We will talk to him about that and all the people who fell for it. We will name you those names. Uh, speaking of hoaxes, there was a fake bomb threat called into the uh, Boston Children's Hospital. Uh, they want you to believe it's because uh, they do these uh, these barbaric procedures on children, these gender reassignment surgeries. But um, I don't believe it. I'm not buying it. And uh, neither is Seth Dillon of the Babylon Bee. He's offering a $20,000 reward for information to expose the person who is uh, who made that phone call. The Red Sox are giving money to some of the groups that are uh, advancing, promoting uh, gender reassignment surgery for kids. The U.S. military, they're taking real steps in our showdown, in our imminent showdown with China. They're banning commanders in the Pacific from using pronouns. I'm serious. I'll read it. You won't believe it. And chaos erupts at a Boston City Council meeting. (laughs) Total, total insanity. We have that video, that sound, and a lot more on today's Callahan Show brought to you by ExpressVPN. Let me ask you something. What if there was someone out there who kept a log of every single thing you did every minute of the day? I think that'd be pretty creepy. Well, what if I told you that's exactly what happens every time you go online? Your internet provider like AT&T or Verizon is allowed to store logs of every website you've ever visited and they can legally sell this data to anyone. That's why I always use ExpressVPN. ExpressVPN reroutes your internet connection through their secure servers so your internet provider can't see or log what you do online. 
Now, many of you might be wondering, well, if I'm routing all my data through a VPN, then doesn't that mean the VPN can see what I'm doing and log my data instead? And you're right to think that. Many VPNs claim to have a no logs policy, but have been caught logging customer activity. ExpressVPN is the only VPN I trust because they use trust server technology. They were the first major VPN provider to engineer all of their VPN servers to run in RAM. This makes it impossible for their VPN service to store any data, including logs of any ExpressVPN customer. And you don't have to take my or ExpressVPN's word for it. ExpressVPN is so confident in their no logs claim, they even had one of the biggest assurance firms, PwC, audit their technology. It's no wonder that CNET named ExpressVPN the number one VPN in the world. Stop letting people keep logs of what you do online. Visit expressvpn.com slash Callahan right now and find out how you can get three months free. I wish you start with the uh, with the president because this is going to be big. This is going to be crazy. This is the strategy. This is the strategy. Seventy four million people voted for Donald Trump. I'm going to guess if they did the redo of the election as Trump wants, it'd be more than seventy four million. I'm sure many of the eighty one million quotation fingers are certainly having a post purchase regret here, uh, but. He's decided, the great unifier Joe Biden has decided the strategy heading into the midterms is paint the opposition as fascists, as Nazis. The guy who raided Donald Trump's home hmm, a couple weeks ago has decided Trump's the fascist. <laughs> the guy who shut down the country for a year and a half, took away, took away many of your civil liberties, closed schools, shut down your business. Hell, they, 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 they implemented curfews in many blue states and blue cities. That guy's going to call you a fascist. This is just going to be rich. Uh, and uh, if you thought maybe Grandpa Joe uh, went off script when he had that angry uh, rally, that angry speech in Wilkes-Barre, Pennsylvania, a couple of days ago, um, not the case, not the case. That's what you're going to hear that. And, and obviously the media We'll play along with it and talk about how the Republicans are a threat to democracy. I'm not really sure how the, how the party that's in the minority, the party that controls the White House, the Senate, the House, that controls the media, that controls academia, that controls Hollywood, that controls big tech, 100% control of big tech, um, that party is accusing the other guys of fascism. I'm having my, I'm, I'm, I have my doubts about how effective this is going to be, but he's going to try. Yesterday, Karine Jean-Pierre, the worst affirmative action hire ever, uh, was asked about this. And she said, yeah, she said, those guys, you know, those guys, the guys who stormed the, the uh, Capitol on January 6th, who are in prison, many of them without charges, without bail, without a court date. Those guys are the fascists, the ones who put them there, put them in jail. They're the good guys. You got it? Let's listen to, uh, was this Ducey? Did Ducey ask the question? Because um, I, I know probably, I should, or was it somebody else? It was uh, someone I actually don't recognize. Oh, well, actually, it's not a very, uh, it's not a very contentious question. Uh, questions. So uh, she was expecting it. So one of the friendly media members asked this absolutely inept, incompetent, over her head person, 
what to expect or does Joe Biden actually believe that half the country are fascists and Nazis? And uh, listen to her answer. This is amazing. Comment any further. And on tomorrow's speech, uh, does the president plan to talk specifically about Donald Trump in the speech tomorrow? Uh, and uh, does he feel like, you know, what he talked about the battle over democracy in this country, does it feel like things are moving in the right direction, the wrong direction? What can you tell us about what the president's going to talk about? So I, I don't want to, I don't want to get ahead of the, the president's speech. It's not a good thing to do, as you know. Uh, but, you know, the president thinks that there is an extremist threat to our democracy. Uh, the president has been clear, as he can be, on that particular uh, piece when we talk about a democracy, when we talk about our freedoms. Uh, the way that he sees is the MAGA Republicans are the most energized part of the Republican Party. Uh, the, that extreme, this is an extreme threat to our democracy, to our freedom, uh, to our rights. Uh, they just don't respect the rule of law. You've heard that from uh, the president. Uh, and. Um, you know, they are pursuing an agenda uh, that takes away people's rights. So, which is what the president said last yeah. week on Thursday. You all heard him. This is what the president said yesterday, and that's what he's going to continue to say. And here's the thing. The president's not going to shy away uh, to call out uh, what he clearly sees is happening in this country. And, um, you know, again, MAGA Republicans are this extreme part of their party. And that is just facts. And that's what he's going to continue. That's to just facts. Okay. Uh, God, I wish they could. I mean, I'm sure there was no follow up, but the follow up, what are you talking about? What well, honest to God, a threat to democracy. I mean, they're the, <laughs> the, the MAGA Republicans who want to go, but the ones that want to have, you know, like election day and show IDs when you vote, this person is 100% supports no IDs, yeah, month-long voting, mail-in voting, drop boxes, ballot harvesting, any way possible to cheat an election. That's her, that's Joe Biden's view. The people who want to check IDs and make sure we have an honest election, they're the threat to democracy. God, this drives me crazy. I still don't even understand how the, the, the morons who uh, uh, trespassed at the Capitol on January 6th, how they were going to overthrow democracy. I've never understood exactly how that would work. Unarmed unemployed idiots like Viking man, we're going to overthrow the government. I mean, were they going to take control of the military? <laughs> it's just absurd. And I guess, I mean, if you voted for Joe Biden, I question your, your, your intelligence anyway, but to fall for that, if someone is going to fall for that argument, you have to either be just a blind partisan or stupid or both. What is the answer to that? How do you threaten democracy? How is that? I don't even understand. What is the threat to democracy? He'll say it. He'll say it loud. He'll say it angry. It's the ultimate in projection. It's, he's accusing someone else of doing what he's doing. He's the one that ordered the hit, the, the, the raid on Mar-a-Lago. He's the one who's imprisoned all his political opponents. He's the one that, that labeled parents who go to school board meetings, who don't want their kids indoctrinated into their cult, they're terrorists. They're domestic terrorists. He wants you to think 74 million people, by the way, I love the idea that, oh, that's just a small part of the Republican. It's, it's the entire Republican part. They're all MAGA Republicans now. It's, I'd say 95% are MAGA Republicans who appreciated the policies of Donald Trump, appreciate what Trump did, keeping us out of foreign wars, attempting to close the border, uh, attempting to, 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 to do something about crime. 
this lawless regime is the real threat to democracy. And yet he's going to stand up there tonight and it will be obviously a mess. He'll, he'll be stumbling and bumbling and going off script and talking about his dad and his mom, making up stories about Joey, this and Joey, that it'll be, it'll be colorful and comical, but the whole message will be those people, the, 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 the people that don't didn't vote for me are a threat to democracy. I just need to hear the next. I need to hear what comes next. How are they a threat to democracy? How, how, uh, I guess I'm not, I'm not ready for this. I'm not ready to listen to this lunatic, this, this angry, angry old man. I mean, and, and, and when you go back and look at the speech of Wilkes-Barre, it was angry, just rage at this straw man, rage at someone who's stealing our democracy, a threat to democracy, violence. Are we really going to talk about violence? Your side rioted for a year. Your side, there were almost 600 riots. There were 2,000 cops injured. There were two dozen people murdered. There were $2 billion in damages. And those people, you supported them. Your vice president raised money to bail them out. The January 6th rioters, nobody supported them. Everyone condemned them. We condemn riots on both sides. You condemn one three-hour riot and you support, you applaud the riots that went on for more than a year. I'd love to hear him uh, defend that. Love to hear him say, oh yeah, those guys on January 6th, they're a threat to democracy. But the people burning down police stations and attempting to burn down courthouses, uh, attempting to burn down the White House, those people, they're just patriots. They're just good uh, freedom-loving Americans. What are you playing now, Ironhead? I was getting the clip of Maxine uh, Waters calling for violence, but I just started playing. Uh, yeah, I mean, this uh, you could get a whole montage. You don't need just Maxine. There's a whole montage, including Mala Harris saying they won't stop. They shouldn't stop. They shouldn't stop. They were literally throwing bricks. They were they were they had lasers trying to blind cops. They had Molotov cocktails. They were setting fires every night. It was a real contentious time in this country and the vice president said they won't stop and they shouldn't stop because uh you know saint george floyd so that was okay <laughs> now now one one three-hour riot at the capitol means those people are a threat to democracy this might be the this, you know what this is going to be tonight there's going to be an anti-american screed it's going to be a guy who he's going to sound like some tin pot dictator in Eastern Europe and back in the day demanding or coming close to demanding that his opponents all be jailed, be be handcuffed in jail. By the way, the guy accusing MAGA people of being fascists and Nazis, he's had everybody arrested around Trump. Trump's lawyers, Peter Navarro and John Eastman and, uh, and Robert Stone, anybody around Trump has been handcuffed put in leg irons, frog marched at, at dawn in their underwear out of the house and put on uh, and, and put in jail for being a Trump supporter. That is the real crime these people have committed. It's being uh, not supporting Joe Biden. That guy today, tonight is going to call you, going to call us fascists. I'm not sure I'm ready for this. All right, before we get to uh, Turtle Boy, I got a few more things we got to get to. Man, we got some crazy stuff here today. We got some crazy stuff. As you know, uh, we've talked about this. This is, this is, 
this story is starting to drive me insane. The, the, um, uh, Boston, as we know, Boston city hospital, Boston children's hospital performs sex, uh, gender reassignment, gender affirming surgeries on children. We know that we talked about it the other day. We played the sound, a doctor from Boston children's hospital on their website, which has since been scrubbed says, yes, usually they're 18 years old, but sometimes we do these surgeries on children. It's uh, these people have been exposed around the country by people like libs of TikTok, Chaya. How do I say her name again? Chaya Rachik. Chaya Rachik, the the woman behind libs of TikTok, has exposed exposed these monsters, not just in Boston, but in D.C. and Chicago and all over the country. Uh, It's uh, it's a real disturbing trend doing this mutilating kids in the name of gender affirmation. Uh, and you can, you, know, you want to have the debate, let's have it. You want to depend, defend mutilating kids, go for it. But the thing that's driving me nuts is the utter dishonesty, just the abject dishonesty from the media who won't, who, who have circled the wagons around these extreme people and, do, and will not report the truth. We talked about it. We gave you a bunch of examples the other day. It was amazing how they reported the story. It was on Boston Children's Hospital own website. They do these 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 surgeries on kids. Um, and when it was reported by Libs of TikTok and others, the media immediately said they were falsely accused of doing this. They were it was fall it was they were lying about Boston Children's Hospital. No, they were not. <laughs> they, they and they weren't even. Um, um, they, they, they weren't even guessing about this or, or speculating. It was, on, I don't know how many times I could say it. it was on their website and we could, I mean, if you could find it, I'm pretty sure some people, uh, uh, I don't know. What's the word when you screenshot a video, when you save a video screen record, screen record a video, it's, it's out there. They admit it. So the media report, uh, the, the, the libs of TikTok and Chris Rufo and Matt Walsh and others report it, post it. And immediately the media, including the Boston Herald, which is real disappointing, say that's false. What are you talking about? You just have to look at that. I, I literally posted a story or uh, tweeted out a story from, uh, I think it was post post millennial where they say, uh, where they go through the website and there's like, it's, it's on the videos there. There's also lots of texts where the, they talk about these surgeries and they admit they do it on children. Now you want to defend that, go ahead, but don't lie about it. So the strategy is, as we know, nothing, nobody's as vicious, nobody's as ruthless as the trans mob and the, including the people who defend them, the media who will defend them. So, when Boston Children's Hospital was exposed, the, uh, uh, the, the, the media, again, circled the wagons. And then Tuesday night, a bomb threat was called into Boston Children's Hospital. I mean, obviously, it's not some mega right-wing Republican. It's obviously somebody working to discredit, destroy libs of TikTok. You get the bomb threat uh, called in immediately. You accuse her of inciting violence, which gives them the opening to take her off social media banner from Twitter, which they did take her off Facebook, TikTok, or whatever. 
That's the strategy. These people are duplicitous. These people are diabolical. And it's, I mean, any, anyone who's paying attention knows that that's the likely scenario. I tweet it immediately. Uh, you get a dozen people saying, what do you support bomb threats now? People are violent. No, 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 no. I don't believe this was a, a, a right winger or a, a Twitter troll that, that, that is against gender s- assignment surgery for children. I believe it was the trans mob out to destroy libs of TikTok and anybody else that exposes their barbaric uh, practices here. So Chris Roof, uh, uh, Seth Dillon, the CEO of Babylon B, he comes out and immediately offers a $20,000 reward for uh, anyone who has any information to get, uh, to get, to catch the bomb threat. By the way, the police showed up at like 9.15 and they were like out of there in 45 minutes. It was clearly, there was no bomb. They knew it was a, uh, a, um, a hoax right away. Uh, Dylan wrote on Twitter last night, police responded to a bomb threat at Boston Children's. Thankfully, the anonymous caller was bluffing. No bomb was found. This was good news to everyone except lunatic leftists who can't wait for something violent so they can blame us for it. He's so right. That's what they were hoping. It didn't happen. It says, and I mean, it when I say they can't wait, I'm willing to bet this bomb threat was called in not by someone who opposes gender affirming care for minors, but by someone who hates libs of TikTok and wants to see Chaya permanently banned for inciting violence precisely. So he, he says, uh, we're the ones protecting children. Our opposition to these surgical and chemical procedures is rooted not in hatred for the trans community, but in genuine concern for the well-being of kids irreversibly damaged by them. They're the good guys. Seth Dillon, Libs of TikTok, they are the good guys. The bad guys are the ones uh, doing these horrific things to children, uh, to to kids who, again, aren't old enough to get a tattoo. They're not old enough to have a beer. They They can't vote. They can't drive in some cases but you want to give these young girls hysterectomies. You want to castrate young boys. It's, it's madness. And they did it in the shadows for a while until people like Dylan and Chaya Rachik started shining the light on them and they can't take it. So Dylan says, I'm putting up a $20,000 cash reward to anyone who comes forward with information leading to his or her arrest. So there you go. Go to tips at libs of, libs of with information. Maybe you're, maybe you're in Boston. Maybe you're friends with one of these lunatics. Antifa, a lot of Antifa guys are big into this uh, gender uh, affirming surgery. Um, maybe uh, someone out there knows who made that phone call. And then you can reach out to Seth Dillon and cash in because we all know. I shouldn't say we all know. We all suspect that this was all a setup. This was designed. It's, it's kind of a thing out there now. I mean, that's what Biden is hoping for Biden and uh, Biden supporters, Biden, you know, Biden, uh, Biden's team, including everybody on CNN and MSNBC and New York times. They're hoping that MAGA Republicans act up. They're hoping they get violent because they're Nazis, they're fascists. And there is, no holds barred. There's, there's no rules. You want to crush them. You want to imprison them. 
that's okay because they're evil. This is a chance to get your enemy by claiming they incited violence. Look, there was a bomb threat at a children's hospital. What could be worse than that? Let's take her off social media. Let's arrest her. There will be calls to arrest her. Uh, um, uh, but uh, we all know it was, a, it was a load of crap, and we all know Boston Children's Hospital. And by the way, what I, I, I get, I get a little frustrated when I when I tweet about this, and people people are like, you know, you're attacking Boston Children's. I've said it over and over. They do amazing work. They're amazing people. They do. They're heroes. They're real miracle workers. They got this department. I'm not sure what floor it's on. That is not doing amazing work. They're doing barbaric things to children. And you can't put that, use that cover, that umbrella, say, oh, but we're at Boston Children's. Well, when you're mutilating children, that's not good. That's not life-saving. That's not heroic. That's sick. And these people, these great, the real heroes are Libs of TikTok and Chris Rufo and Seth Dillon, who are exposing it, maybe eventually bringing an end to it. I mean, you can't wait till they're 18. You can't wait till they're legal adults. Just say, hold on, wait. We'll, we'll, you want to whack off your, your wiener? Just wait, wait, wait till you're a, uh, an adult. It just seems, you know, seems <laughs> like common sense. But when did that matter? All right, before we get to uh, the turtle man who, has, who did an amazing job this week on the latest race hoax, once again, the supply of racism in this country just does not meet the demand. We don't have enough racism. So people who are invested in the race hustling business have to make it up. And that's what happened with this Duke uh, volleyball player. But a couple more things before we get to uh, turtle boy, we got to do this uh, story about the U S military. It's one of those things where you have to read twice. You literally read it and you go, this can't be, this can't be real. The, the, you know, we talk occasionally about how the, they've infiltrated, the woke culture has infiltrated every one of our institutions. And you like to think the U.S. military would not be immune from it, but like to think that it would be a little more difficult to, to infiltrate, to poison, to infect the military whose goal, whose job, whose very existence is to fight and kill for us to protect us and, and kill the enemy. Why would you care about uh, DIE diversity, inclusion and equity? By the way, the military has been pretty diverse for, for decades. And it's been an example, a shining example of how uh, of colorblindness in many ways, but no, these lunatics aren't happy to just, control academia and Hollywood and big tech. They want the military. They want every institution. And that includes the U S military. I'll just read you the uh, story from the Washington free beacon, which had it. I think I posted it last night. I tweeted it out. It's mind boggling. A division of the U S Pacific air force, the branch tasked with confronting China has ordered its senior leaders and commanders to stop using gender pronouns in written formats saying the shift to more neutral language will help improve the fighting forces lethality. <laughs> so if you stop using pronouns, our military will become more lethal. God, these people have lost their friggin' minds. They have the, 
they have the email. Uh, you can see it. You go to Washington Free Beacon or you can see it. I, I tweeted it out. You can read it. Leaders at the base are instructed, quote, do not use pronouns age race when writing performance reviews of other materials, such as recommendations for awards. Competitions against near peer adversaries require a united focus from the command, the joint team and our international partners welcoming and employing varied perspectives from a foundation of mutual respect will improve our interoperate operability, efficiency, creativity, and lethality. <laughs> They're ordering you not to use pronouns and telling you we will become more lethal. It's truly bizarre. Uh, the what? email goes on, the email goes on to list authorized and unauthorized examples of pronoun use. The unauthorized examples include he, she did best male, female, youngest, oldest sergeant. The list of authorized includes this sergeant and this member. So you're not allowed to say he did this thing or he, she, he was the best. It has to be this member did this thing. This member, uh, was, was wins an award. It's incredible. Uh, it, it says the policy shift uh, jives with the Pacific Air Force's overarching goal to promote, quote, diversity and inclusion at all levels of the service, according to a military spokesman. Okay, we have lost our freaking minds. We are just so far gone. They're in the Pacific preparing to fight China. You think China is doing this? You think the Chinese military are, are doing D.I.E. seminars and telling its uh, commanders that they can't use pronouns. So you it, think that's just a, an us thing? Are they supposed and, and, to not say, sir, yes, sir, now after something and say like they, yes, them? That's a yes, good them. question. A rare good question, Ironhead. I didn't, didn't see in the story whether it's sir or ma'am. I don't know. I guess if they haven't banned that already, they will. Look at it that way. They will. And as we've mentioned many times, the the recruitment goals for all branches are weighed down. And that is a big reason why. What Think of who joins the military. Think who wants to go out there and fight and kill and die perhaps for, for, for God and country. It's, you know, young guys, tough guys, a lot of guys, mostly down in the South, you know, just good old boys. They want to go and join that cult, <laughs> the the woke cult. They want to fight for Mark Milley, who wants to understand white rage. They want to fight for Joe Biden. Please. I'm surprised that anybody is signing up these days, but the recruitment numbers are way off, but they don't care. They're invested in destroying, infiltrating, poisoning, infecting every walk of life in these United States, including the men and women. I'm sorry, the persons uh, uh, who are uh, who are there to fight wars, who are there to fight and die. They want to make sure when you die, they use the, they put the right pro, they, uh, they don't put any pronouns on your, on your uh, tombstone at Arlington. It's just madness, utter, utter madness. But all right, let me do uh Shay and then we'll get to turtle man and his amazing story on the latest race hoax, which most of us thought right from the beginning was uh, all made up. It was, but it took a guy like Turtle Boy to dig deep and prove it. If you haven't read his piece on the race hoax, the fake hate crime in uh, Provo, Utah, you really should, because here's, here's the best part is 
all the usual suspects fell for it, or at least pretended to feel for it, including LeBron James and, and Jamel Hill and L. Duncan. They want so badly for this country to be rife with racism that they fall for all these hoaxes. They advance them. And then eventually they feel like fools or they should when someone like Turtle Boy blows the story wide open. But uh, we'll get uh, we'll get you that. We'll talk to Turtle Boy. We'll give you the details. But first, let me do shake concrete. You know what they can do for you You this summer. You got to do a summer home improvement project. I got one for you. New precast concrete steps, whether you're building a new home or you're remodeling an old one. She has great values on precast concrete steps with designs that will fit your home. There are many options available, including concrete, but you can also customize with beautiful stone or brick. A new staircase will dramatically upgrade the front entrance of your your home, giving you a much better curb appeal. You'll be the envy of the neighborhood. They remove the old steps, bring in new steps within hours. You got a whole new look and your house is looks better and is worth more. This isn't just an, uh, this isn't an expense. This is an investment, an upgrade in your home. With one phone call, Shea will deliver a turnkey installation experience. In a few hours, you'll have a brand new front entrance and you will love it. You can learn more about Shea's precast concrete steps at SheaConcrete.com. Also at SheaConcrete.com, you got to look for a job, a good one. Shea is hiring. They're always hiring. The business is good. It is booming. Right now, they have between 15 and 20 open positions. These are career opportunities for all different types of people with all different types of skill sets. All you got to do is pass a drug test. Hey. Hey, there he is, the turtle what, man. What's happening, uh, Jerry? Busy week for you, turtle boy. I saw this story. <laughs> what, what day did the story break? Was it Sunday? And it, you first heard about it and you first said. Yeah, I saw it over the weekend. And then I'm like, well, start with this Monday. This is a good one. All right. I, I, will, I knew you would. I, I'll, I'll set it up. As soon as I saw it, like, like everybody else, as soon as I saw it, I said, this can't be real. But you need someone like Turtle Boy to flush it out and uh, shine the light on it and expose it. And he did. But if you missed it, it was a, uh, what are you doing there? Could you stop with the so I apologize. I apologize. Uh, we're trying to do a show here. We're trying to do a show. We're talking to Turtle Boy. If you don't know Turtle Boy, go to TB Daily News. And you can read this blog on this story, which was amazing. And I, I will get to it, but I was kind of disappointed you didn't get more national uh, national coverage because uh, I've read a lot of stories about this and you have the best one. But I mean, again, Jason Whitlock's kind of national, the Washington Examiner, yeah, yeah, Summerside. Whitlock didn't put you on, right? He canceled oh, No, but he, he, but he put my picture up on his show and he talked about me and he linked me in his piece that he wrote his column, which was the most important thing. Excellent. Good for you. But I'll I'll set it up. There's a a volleyball match at Provo, Provo, Utah, BYU against Duke, uh, girls volleyball or uh, women's volleyball, or I don't know, what do we call it? These intersex volleyball. And they, um, they have a crowd of 5,000, I have this right, 5,000 people. That's correct. No, 5,700. 5,700 people show up for a volleyball match. I didn't know it was that big, but anyway, so one of the Duke players, the only black player who plays a lot. There are black players on the bench. She plays. She's out there. The match is like two hours long. She says uh, afterwards that she, her, a, a, a BYU fan was taunting her and yelling out the N-word the whole time, including especially when she was serving. So obviously you hear that and you say, that can't be. Uh, there was no fan reaction. There was no 
you know, the cops were there. They didn't find anyone, kick anyone out. Well, wait, they did kick someone out. We'll get to that. Uh, but uh, it was all made up. And then her grandmother from down in Texas, who's a political activist, was tweeting about it, demanding whatever. They kick people out and they arrest people and they make a big deal out of it. From the beginning, the story was suspect. Uh, it took a day or two of people you know, pretending to believe it, of virtue signaling, of support, of saying there's no place for this in the game, there's no place for this in America. All the usual suspects, LeBron James, as I said, uh, Jamel Hill tweeting about it. They should have walked off the court, walked off out of the gym. And you're and the whole time you're saying, wait a second, this this could not have happened. This is even more ridiculous than Adam Jones and Tory Hunter's. Uh, not it's not quite Jesse Smollett level, but. A little investigation from Turtle Boy who put in the time and watched the whole match and you conclude and you concluded that it was clearly made up. And uh, I commend you for it because we all suspect it was made up. You proved it. Well, I tried, Jerry. It's like if if it sounds like a liberal's wet dream, it, it probably is too good to be true. And, and that right. story, if because that's the image of America that they want to create, is that we are uh, su- such a racist country, so systemically racist that it's not just a rogue actor. It's not just one person doing it. It's 5,700 people allowing it to happen and doing nothing about it, not being good allies. And how do you become a good ally, Jerry? Well, you pay some consulting company like that, someone like Monica Cannon Grant runs, to come in and you pay them you know, $30,000 and they tell you about your privilege and how you could be a better ally. And that's all this is. This is just one big money-making scheme to help these um, uh, companies, which, by the way, the girl... Two days before, two days before she made this allegation, Duke finished up DEI, a three-day DEI training with some company called The Long Talk, which got a free shout-out in her now viral Instagram and Twitter post talking about this. So they're probably going to get – Seth Davis was saying, I'm going to look into this place. I'm going to – you know, I'm going to hire them. So I'm, I looked into it too, and I found out that it's just one big racket, and they probably told her, like – Okay, here's what to do in this situation. Here's how to become an activist. Here's how to speak out. What a coincidence this happens. And by the way, they went through the training about how to do this and then immediately were confronted with an overtly racist act and nobody did a thing. (laughs) Like what? You want us to believe this? It, it, their judgment is clouded because of their desire that they that they they want this to be true so badly that they wish it true, and in this case, obviously, I mean, she goes to Duke, but she's not that bright. She thought she could make this charge, and there'd be no investigation, no video, no audio, no camera. Think about it. It doesn't matter where you are. You could be in the deep south in nineteen, you know, fifty, and someone yelling up the word would get the attention of others around him. You'd see it. There'd be some reaction. There'd be somebody saying, People stop that. I mean, yeah, they'd, be they'd be right. They'd be doing that. And there, and, and as you proved by watching the game, how was that, by the way? A little boring watching an entire college volleyball game? <laughs> I, had, I had it on full blast. I was waiting to hear the N-word. Like, I was just waiting for it. And, I, you know, I would only check when – I checked more when they were on that side. I would watch her every movement right. to see what she did, and it was extremely boring, yes. Plus, the, plus they said when she was serving, uh, she yes. served twice, and twice. when she was serving. And and another thing that I didn't realize till I was reading the story today, I think it was the OutKick story, is that – there were black players on the bench and the mm-hmm. fans were near them. And none of the black players on the bench showed any reaction to this alleged 
uh, racist heckling and taunting. But here's uh, a part of the story, uh, and by, you can you can uh, explain more about the grandmother because that really really exposed them. the grandmother's a, an activist, a politician who was demanding justice for her uh, her granddaughter. You know, just happened to be running for office at the same time. What's her I name? I got to be honest, uh, Lisa Pamplin or something. I don't remember, but yeah, I, I, I honestly think she doesn't have any idea that this is a hoax. I think the girl just used her. I think the girl realized, okay, well, my this woman has a big platform. I'm going to tell God, mommy, about it. She'll and if you if your kid told you that, I'd be inclined to believe my kid. I mean, initially, like who wouldn't believe their kid? Like, why would my kid lie about this? No one wants to think their kid's a liar. So I, it would not surprise me if she honestly just had no clue. She's repeating everything, and they're all asking the right questions. Like they're so close to figuring out. They're saying, well, this happened and no one did anything. There's no video, blah, blah, blah. It's like, yes, well, you're on the right track. You're so close. You're so close to getting this. <laughs> you're almost there. Right. I, I, I just, um, uh, tweeted, uh, or whatever, subtweeted Jamel Hill who was asking, why didn't, uh, uh, why didn't they walk off the court? What's her, uh, I got a tweet right here. When great question. She says, She's, oh, she commends Mike Freeman, who wrote a column about this, of course. Uh, I haven't been watching much ESPN, but apparently they took this seriously. They reported on it with somber voices and serious faces, and L. Duncan tweeted about it. I'm sure others did. And in the back of their mind, unless they're total morons, they know. They know this is another Jussie. This is another, you know, Bubba Wallace uh, stunt. She writes, honestly, Duke should have canceled the rest of the series in support of Rachel Rich Richardson, why they continued to play is beyond me. It's and a fair take, Jerry. Don't you think that's a fair take? Like, don't you think that would be a natural thing that would happen if it was real? Well, I'd said, let me, let me help you out, Jamel. They continued to play because Rachel Richardson made it all up. Right, you know right. she did. <laughs> I mean, you right. know she did. But when I, I saw it on Sunday, I said, obviously the media, the mainstream media, ESPN and Sports Illustrated and all the, you know, the, NBC, they're not going to dig into this because they want it to be true, just like they wanted the Bubba Wallace rope thing or Adam Jones or whatever to be true. And so they're not going to even ask the basic questions of why would nobody react? I mean, these are these are BYU fans. These are these these aren't exactly you know street toughs. They don't hear this word, you know, and they would be. If you said no, but that's they're trying, they, they went after B, BYU is the perfect school to do this to Jerry. No, I, I disagree. I disagree. Oh, These are disagree. people with manners. These are people with, ma I mean, to them. No, no, I don't totally. I think they went after it because they know how white it is, but you've been around Mormon. You, 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 know you know why they went after Mitt Romney, Jerry? And called him, uh, he's going to put y'all back in change because they're weak. They know more. They know Utah people are weak. They're too nice. They're not going to fight back, right? They're not going to defend well, themselves. They're going to lay down and die, and, and that's what they've done. And they'll apologize, but it also makes it less believable because these are polite people with manners and dignity and class and all that. And someone's yelling the N-word, and they don't even look at them. They don't even all point at them. Anyway. Yeah, you anyway, don't get so bad communist. <laughs> they want so badly for it to be true. So they don't do any legwork. They don't investigate. And I'm like, gee, I wonder who's going to do this. And I'm thinking turtle boy, I'll probably jump into this. And you'd laid it out 
beautifully with the, all the tweets and all the texts and all, all the, the sound and the video and you name it. It's all there. If you want to understand. You, you know, who used to be the guy that would, the, the guy who used to do that is Clay Travis, but it's like ever since he got the gig, at, you know, with the Clay and Buck show, it's like, he doesn't do stories like this anymore. He was all over the LeBron hoax and stuff like this. I sent it to Outkick and then they wrote oh, about it. Attribution. I mean, it was, it was in their inbox. They didn't respond. So, how do you how do you handle that? I would drive me crazy. I, I've been reading Outkick. I think they are. Uh, I think they're pilfering from you, like lots of people are. They're they're reading your stuff and they're saying, "Wow, there is no conclusion you can come to when you're through reading Turtle Boy's blog on this, other than it's all made up." And for that, there should be consequence. If you say you got raped. And it's proven that you made it up. You face consequences, at least, you know, socially. Yeah. Uh, I mean, at least, uh, well, I mean, Crystal Mangum did. <laughs> but she, she's, I think she's dead now. But did Tawana anyway, Bradley go to jail? Uh, no, Bron Brawley, Tawana Brawley. No, and Al Sharpton didn't either. Okay, so you should. How about this? I'll let you me should. reword that. You should face consequences. When you make up a, uh, race hoax, you know, like Jussie, Jussie spent like six hours in prison for, what but they got, ju- but they got Jussie. The thing with Jussie is they got two Nigerians buying rope on film. They got witnesses. They had, that's what it takes to actually prosecute someone for a fake hate crime is like witnesses, Nigerians buying rope on film. Like you need a lot of things with this. How can you prove a negative? Like, how can you prove that but you, she, you, she, you did? I'm going to, I'm going to give, I'm going to give you credit. You did. I, you proved it. And everybody knows it at this point. It's the video. It's all on video and audio. It's not like there's well, any question. I, I, if if and and, and what if she uh, what if she says what if she says well I thought I heard it that could always be her defense. See what I'm saying? Like how can you prove that she didn't think she heard that word? Well, I guess you could say the same thing about Adam Jones or Tory Hunter or whatever. Right. But so there's no there's no repercussions at all for Rachel Richardson or a grandmother for, for spreading these lies about people. I mean, there's few things you can say about someone worse than they're racist and they're uh, overtly racist and they're taunting a black volleyball player. That's pretty despicable. So she's lying about BYU fans. And by the way, this is a little bit of a side note here, but they did kick out one fan for heckling the BY, uh, the Duke players, it's a mentally challenged. Well, he's guy. autistic. Bl- he's autistic. The cop believes. Uh, I, I just read all about him and they admit the, uh, uh, the, the Chronicle, the Chronicles, the school, not the school paper, but the, uh, the Provo paper or is it? Uh, it's the Cooper Salt. Chronicle. It's like a renegade student newspaper. But, I found Right. Out. It's a school paper, not a school paper. It's a paper made by students, but it's not affiliated with the school. Right. That's correct. That's and they, correct. Uh, the a source Chronicle has an anonymous source. They said a mentally challenged fan approached a Duke player. The Duke team then recognized the handicapped man's voice as the one shouting slurs. They never saw or pointed out a face, just a voice. They banned this man, not for slurs, but for interfering with visiting guests. So apparently yeah. he wants to be a congressman. Cha- he wants to be a congressman. According. We got a picture of him. There's a, we got a picture of the kid cause they described, he was standing next to the cop, most of the, uh, whatever set the fourth set. And the cop said that 
like I talked to this kid for my training. He definitely has Asperger's or he's on the spectrum because he was talking to me about how he wants to be a congressman. And he it was on his phone most of the time. He wasn't paying attention to any of the game. He, I didn't see him yell once. And she just, the, the cop in the report said he had a yellow shirt on. And so I went back and in my most recent blog, I found the kid in the yellow shirt. And there he is at the time that she's serving, not looking at her talking to the cop like it's like undeniable that he it wasn't him she they she she just needed someone have you seen or heard anyone uh any mea culpa from uh jamel hill lebron james l duncan seth davis any of them admit they were duped It, it at what point i mean we've been through this so many times at what point, and Jussie Smollett's the biggest, the biggest and best example that these fools, you know, and not just these idiots like LeBron, but, you know, Kamala Harris and fell for this story, even though it had a million holes and no reasonable, rational person believed it. I mean, 2 a.m., whatever it was, uh, midnight, 2 a, no, 2 a.m., it was zero degrees, he was at Subway, the cops came, and he still had the noose around his neck. I mean, the whole thing, the cops knew instantly was made up, but they had to investigate because you know racism and all these politicians and celebrities just fell in line supporting a guy they knew was lying at what point do the people like lebron james another uh fake hate crime hoaxer when do they say i've been fooled enough it's like i always say if if you have a source uh turtle but you work in a story and that source lies to you and you report it and you get burned because you reported a lie you would never trust that source. In fact, you would hate that source. These people get lied to over and over again by fake race crime hoaxers. And they just stand there like dupe, like fools waiting for the next one because they want so badly for one of these to be true. And, <laughs> and, and you're, they never feel silly. It's like, because they think that even after the Jesse thing, even after they all fell for it, none of them would change a thing that they did because they think that believing them instinctively is a good thing, no matter what. And then afterwards, if it turns out to be a hook, shame on that person. But they think they're still going to give you the benefit of the doubt every single time. They'll never learn. They want these things to be true. Um, But unfortunately, if it sounds too good to believe, then it probably is. Or it it just sounds... Right, too good or too ridiculous to believe. By and good, I mean like, too politically useful like, for right. them. Like it's like with Adam Jones and Tory Hunter. But you said they, uh, Tory Hunter said, a group of young fans was chanting the N word, and their parents were cheering them on. Oh, stop and, it! And uh, you know, my old radio station, they 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 believed it. They put them on the air, and one of the hosts of the morning show said, "Tory, why can't people just believe you?" Oh, that was Danielle, I believe. <laughs> was it? I, I, that was Danielle. I mean, think of how absurd that is, that they, they're chanting the N-word, the parents are cheering him, he obviously just made it up, and the radio station that, that, that the Red Sox own says, why can't they just believe you? Why can't they believe you that the fans are all virulent racists? What's wrong with you? What's wrong with well, them? They're owned, they're owned by LeBron James. They're owned by LeBron James. They're what do you James, expect? 
LeBron James, who said all the Rip fans are racist as fuck. Yeah, it's and, like no, uh, no comment about that. No press no, release. No, no blowback sorry, at all. The, the owner said the fans were racist as fuck, and nobody seems to care. <laughs> it's they just people I, are so I, scared. I, I don't go to game. I don't watch the Red Sox anymore, Jerry. I mean, I, I honestly root against them. I'm a I, I'm a Braves fan. I feel like they should be America's team. Now they're our team. They're the only team that stood up to the Major League Baseball when they attempted to move this, right. you know, All Star game. They won the World Series. How can you? Go Braves. Uh, before we, I want to get to the Boston City Council while I got you here. And uh, Ironhead, get that video ready. But I want to read you this story. This is uh, from Outkick. Major League Baseball franchises are funding and supporting LGBTQ organizations that promote and perform sex changes on young wow. children. MLB holds Pride Night. We know that. You did the great investigation to those uh those drag queens that throw out the first pitch, these perverts, and you had the video of them with, you know, pretending they were whatever, yeah. having sex on stage with animals. It was, it was wild. A national review investigation found these organizations offering sex changes to minors and advocating against legal restrictions for those under 18. These are organizations funded by MLB. I want to get to the best part. Uh, donations going toward these organizations that encourage children to undergo procedures. Five ball clubs are partnered with the predatory groups that offer chemical or surgical sex changes to the youth. Well, yes. Here they go. Ready? Tigers, Red Sox, Guardians, yes. Brewers, and Rays. These five teams are funneling money to these radical organizations to promote sex changes. And shocker, the Boston Red Sox top the list. Who says they don't spend money? That's <laughs> very true. They're not that cheap. <laughs> they probably spend a lot on DEI training. Right. And, and this is the, the, this is the organization with the world's biggest Black Lives Matter banner honoring a radical Marxist violent political well, they took organization. That down. They did take that down, Jerry. It was bad. Yeah, the, I know. It's, it's, it's uh, in uh, John Henry's living room now or one of his true. mansions. Uh, uh, and they had drag queens. And if you want to learn about the drag queens, they honored Look that up at TB Daily News, too, because that was amazing. These people are not not family friendly folks. But all right, let's get to the city council meeting because you posted this. If you haven't been paying attention, Boston City Council is out of control. There's a a city council, Ricardo Arroyo, running for D.A., who he's he's on the ropes, man. He's uh, he's been accused of sexual assault, essentially, from uh, years ago. And one after another, the rats are jumping from the sinking ship. Yesterday it was, uh, who bailed yesterday? Liz Warren? And all the big dogs. Warren, Markey, Presley, Presley, Wu. Ed Markey, Mayor yeah. Wu. Everyone's bailing on Ricardo. He is uh, probably not going to survive this. The Globe, of course, had the story, which means they can all, it's you know, believe bad it. When, when uh, the globe is writing about you, you know, you screwed up if you're a leftist. The, 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 and they were, they were both sides represented at the city council meeting people with shirts that said me too. And believe all women. And then you had this lunatic Tanya Fernandez Anderson in the middle of a city council meeting. I believe she erupts. Do we have this uh, video yeah. ready? Uh, let's watch uh, uh, rep, uh, city councilor Tanya Fernandez Anderson. And then, Turtle Boy could tell you a little bit more about her. Go ahead, Ironhead. You will lose your seat. They won't vote for you. Fight. Don't fight. What the fuck do I have to do in this fucking council in order to get respect as a down? You- 
<laughs> that is in the middle of a city council meeting. It is, and and you've you pointed out, it has been hijacked the city council by just the biggest bunch of lunatic extremists, Ayanna Presley acolytes. And mm. this this could be the the best example. Tell me about uh, Tanya Fernandez. Yeah, the, the ex- tell me the about ex- a better half. The experience with equity is working out well so far, and so she is. Uh, she is the uh, first Muslim. She's a historic first. She's the first Muslim to ever be uh, serve on this uh, city council. First Muslim woman, at least. And uh, she's. Uh, I found out that because she posted about it on her anniversary. She married a guy by the name of I think Tasmanian. Uh, Anderson. And if you search his name, you will find that he has been in jail for the last 20 years for first degree murder. They murdered an immigrant. I think I talked about this last time I was on here, Jerry, actually. And they, uh, uh, he is, they actually got, so he committed murder and then she started dating him. She started dating him while he was behind bars. They weren't boyfriend and girlfriend before that. They started dating while he was behind bars and they got married in the jail, I think in like 2012. So she was posting her 10 year anniversary photos with like a, a green screen behind him of like a tropical paradise or something. Cause that's the closest oh, right, they'll right. ever get. And so she's met and she, this has never been pointed out. Like a city counselor is married to a convicted murderer and she's trying actively to get him out of jail. And so this woman, is basically if you listen to a whole eight minute diatribe there they're they're arguing over redistricting because arroyo is on the redistricting whatever subcommittee and they removed him from it because you know it's a little gropey and maybe you shouldn't be doing this and he was replaced with a city councilor who is white and they object to this because white people are you can't trust them they're evil they're yeah. always up to something and so yeah. she said basically she is worried that they will redraw the lines and too many white people will be in her district. And that will, she goes, she kept saying, I represent black people. I represent this and this as if she really truly believes that she, the white constituents in her district, they, she doesn't speak for them. She doesn't, she's not there to represent them. And she was fueling the mob. Like they were all cheering her on like, yeah, get them. Blah, blah, blah. And then a, a riot nearly erupts afterwards. Like it was insane. Like we, this is turning into a world star hip hop video, Boston city council meetings. <laughs> <laughs> imagine, uh, I mean, it's, you don't even have to ask, can you imagine if a white city council said, I represent white people? It would be oh. international news. I mean, uh. the guy wouldn't just be forced to resign or the woman would be forced to, they'd be arrested, destroyed, social media, the entire force of every institution would come crashing down on them. But you could stand up in a meeting and proudly proclaim that you represent just black people. <laughs> and yeah, that's somehow okay. okay. The globe, the global endorser next time uh, she's, she's running for something, the global has the globe ever mentioned that she's married to a, Nobody has. Like, how is nobody else written about this? How is this not relevant? An elected official is married to a convicted murderer and she runs a website where she's trying to get him released from prison. And oh, yeah, she has like progressive values when it comes to criminal justice in general, wants to empty the jails. Like, how is this not relevant? But, you know, when when he gets released they'll be divorced in a month. You know, it's the whole allure is the danger. You know, it'd be so funny. If you dumped her. He got out. He dumped her. I mean, he'd upgrade. He'd be out. He's probably in great shape. He's been in prison. He's go out and say, he's got to find something better. But uh, anyway, all right, turtle boy, I'll let you get ready for tonight's big address. You just so you know, are a fascist Nazi. Oh, is there, is is Biden speaking tonight? Biden is speaking tonight and he's going to call half the country 
Oh, is it is this a special thing? I've been so busy with the BYU story, I haven't followed. Is he is this in in regards to something? Yeah, or is well, this yeah, like- it's the strategy. They're heading into the midterms, the strategy is to put, paint the 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 seventy four million people who voted for Trump as fascist, uh, Nazi, uh, racist, transphobe. Uh, uh, white supremacists. That's the strategy heading into tonight's speech in Pennsylvania. And it's going to be angry and full of rage. The guy who imprisons his opponents, raids his opponents home. That guy is going to call you a fascist. The, the, the guy who can, bear, <laughs> the guy who's been kicked off social media. You're a fascist. The guy who controls social media, you know, he's for freedom. He's for yes. for great American values. But uh, what do you got going today? Anything good? You want me to plug anything new? Because this Oh, you know, just you, you never know. I'm sure we'll have more on that. We'll see what happens. TBDailyNews.com. Check it out. Any other national appearances? I know you were booked to be on Whitlock's uh, show, but got canceled at the last minute. Anything else? Uh, not as of the moment, Jerry. So I'm kind of building my own brand. I don't need other people to latch onto. you know? You should, you, you should be. This was good. This was good stuff. And uh, we'll be waiting for the mea culpas and the apologies and the, oh, I was wrong from LeBron James and, uh, and, uh, and Jamel Hill and the rest. But all right, Turtle Man, we'll talk to you again soon. All right. Thanks for having me, Jerry. See you, bud. Bye. Uh, that is Turtle Boy. Check it out at TB Daily News. It really is worth uh, a deep dive, a long, long blog, but it just completely exposes these frauds. It, it, it's one of the best examples yet about how the, the the supply of racism just doesn't meet the demand. So people like this, this little spoiled brat at Duke feel like they got to make it up. And you know what? Think of it. She's a Duke volleyball player. She makes up this ridiculous lie about about BYU fans. Next thing you know, LeBron James is tweeting at her. Oh, I support you, Rachel. Hang in there. And you're going, wait a second. She just made it up. And now she's like buds with LeBron James. (laughs) What the hell is wrong with this picture? Uh, All right. That will do it. Uh, Well, we got a few. Well, that'll do it for today. Anything else, uh, Ironhead? Uh, I just want to say... Uh, to the people listening, oh, thank God. you because we had our best month ever of this month of August, downloads wise. Wow, yeah. really? Yeah. Are you, are you sure? You're sure? You got the numbers? You got the graphs, the charts, and everything? Got the graphs and charts and everything. They're come. They'll be right Excellent. on your desk in uh, ten minutes. I was, uh, was going to say I've not seen them yet, but that is good. Thank you to everybody for for listening all month of August. That's weird because in radio. And I was in radio a long time. August was generally a bad month, even even if when the people actually watched and listened to the Red Sox, those days are over. But back then, people are on vacation. They're just not listening. They're doing other things. Me, like on my vacation, I listen to music. When I'm working, I'm listening to podcasts and, you know, listening to, to, to shows. Uh, but that's all, that's good. That's a good thing. That's a good thing. We just had our best month ever. Yeah, do the and, uh, do the fans of this show? Yeah, do the fans of this show have a, a special name? Uh, Califans. I like that. I was thinking I, uh, my favorite one that yeah. I heard was the Caliban. I don't know if you've heard that one. Oh, but, that's <laughs> Caliban. That's, yeah, that's pretty good. I was wondering, Taliban is singular though. That would be Caliban. The Caliban. Yeah, oh, it's not bad. I Why like don't you it. run with that? Tweet that out. Right. The <laughs> Caliban came came up big this <laughs> August. We appreciate it. If you want to, you know, looking for something to sh- way to show the uh, support the show, buy some Callahan coffee. It is by all accounts great stuff. There it is. Ironhead's drinking his 
Is that cold or is that hot? It's, I make cold brew with it now. Cold brew. You can Amazing. do that with Callahan Coffee. It's good, dark roast. We promise you won't be disappointed. Go to CallahanCoffee.com. And we will say goodbye again to our intern, Bailey. And thank God we still got Graham. Graham is uh, our marketing manager slash head intern. And uh, he's doing a great job. So we appreciate him. And, uh, you know, we appreciate everybody for clicking and listening and telling a friend that's important or giving us a five-star rating if, uh, if you feel so inclined. Awesome. So we're heading on to September, into the fall, bigger and better things. Tomorrow, we are going to go back. We're going to do our usual time. We're on locals tomorrow, but, and usually we're at 10 on Friday because that's what I felt like doing, but I'm, uh, I'm going to be on Newsmax tomorrow on, uh, I don't even know what the show is called, but it's a, it's a news show like at 10 something, 1030, I'll be on Newsmax. So I want to do us, do our show at the usual time, 9.15-ish. You can watch, you can listen on Locals. Just go there. Lots of people are going to Locals. It's a, it's a, it's a thing, man. You can't get canceled at Locals. So go to local, go to Callahan.Locals.com and sign up and join us and listen and uh, comment. We'll read all your comments tomorrow, I promise. But that will do it for today. Thank you to everybody once again. We appreciate it. Big, big August. Good job, Ironhead. I'm Jerry Callahan. This is The Callahan Show. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Only on locals. Here tonight, shaking my head and thinking something ain't right. Is it just me? Am I losing my mind? Am I standing on the edge of the end of time? Am I the only one? Tell me I'm not. Like the show? Leave a five-star review on Apple and Spotify. Well, the tide is turning in Massachusetts after years of watching Democrats raise taxes, hinder local businesses, silence the voices of parents, and disrespect the police. The people have had enough. Go to MassGOP.org to learn more, get involved, or make a contribution. Finding suitable mental health medications can be a challenge. The GeneSight test may help. Did you know that genetics can play an important role in gaining insight on how a person may respond to various medications? Understanding this may help reduce medication trial and error. GeneSight is a genetic test that analyzes variations in DNA. It shows how genes may affect someone's metabolism or response to medications commonly prescribed to treat depression, anxiety, and other mental health conditions. Visit GeneSight.com for more information.